0: Our Heavenly Father, we are so grateful to you for your wonderful kindness and for your goodness. We pray today that you will help us, lead us, guide us, direct us. Give us ears to hear. Bless Pastor Ronnie as he'll be going to Hawaii the next weekend. Be gone a couple Sundays. Bless him and Derek and Natanya as they go visit Lord, the driver there, one of the Golden Gate Transit workers. And we just pray for traveling mercy. Uh, we pray that, God, you will bless. Now give us ears to hear. And we thank you that right now we have been able to worship you in spirit and in truth. You are worthy of all glory. You are the great and the mighty King. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You may be seated. I'll be continuing my series today, even though it's Palm Sunday, in the book of Philemon. We're doing our studies. You know, I normally go verse by verse. We're in the book of Philemon. And today I will be, I was going to read verses 10 through 16, but as I started going through Um, I I stopped at verse 12, and so I'm only going to cover 10 through 12 today in the book of Philemon. But I'm going to continue with the same topic, which is writing to a friend with a very special request. Uh, This is part three, writing to a friend with a very special request. And this is how it reads, I appeal to you, my child, Onesimus, whose father I became in my imprisonment. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he is indeed useful to you and to me. I am sending him back to you. Sending my very heart. When you write a letter and make an appeal to someone on behalf of another, there is the potential that you may not get what you want. Nevertheless, Letters are still written and appeals made without knowing what the end result really will be. Philemon had been wronged by his slave Onesimus. But there had been a radical change in Onesimus' life and Paul has observed that change. But Philemon, the owner, does not know this. What an honor to have the Apostle Paul to be willing to write a letter to his friend and colleague in ministry saying that the person who wronged you and ran away is not the same person today. Do you not know that when God does a work on you, you are not the same? (laughs) When God does a work in your life, you cannot remain the same. While Onesimus had been useless before, he is now useful because of the work Christ has done in his life. I appeal to you. I appeal. We're going to look at three points with the word appeal in it. And I want you to know, just in verse 10, the gentleness in the appeal. The gentleness in the appeal. When there has been a conversion under Paul's ministry, when people have come to the Lord based on Paul's ministry, he would oftentimes refer to them in gentle terms, even though Paul could be very tough. When there had been a change in the life of a person because of his ministry and those that he has reached out to, he would often use very gentle words and. We'll read three of them right now. One is 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 4, verse 14, and it says, I do not write these things to make you ashamed, but to admonish you as my beloved children. Paul took a personal interest in the lives of people that he touched, that he ministered to. Even when he went on his missionary journeys in the book of Acts, you would find Paul going back on other missionary journeys to see how the church and the believers were doing. 1 hmm. Corinthians 4:17 says, "That is why I sent you Timothy, my beloved and faithful child of the Lord, to remind you of my ways in Christ, as I teach them everywhere in every church." Timothy, my beloved and faithful child. Timothy was one of the individuals that joined Paul, I believe it was on his second missionary journey. A letter that Paul wrote to him is what's called the the pastoral letters. First and second Timothy and Titus, Paul wrote from prison. Then in Galatians chapter 4, verse 19, Paul says... My little children, for whom I am in, again, in the anguish of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. He even went to the term of labor, <laughs> where man can't, cannot bear children, but as if producing children spiritually, he says, I labored for you. The appeal itself finally comes in verse 10 after Paul had been saying wonderful things about Philemon, his master. Whatever Anesimus did, he ran away. And the Bible does not describe or or show how he connected with Paul. But when he did, (laughs) he was not the same. The gentleness in the appeal should help us. To consider that Paul genuinely loved the believers and loved those who came to Christ under his ministry. It's something to be loved. It's something to be loved by the saints. It's something to be loved by the person that had a hand in leading you to the Lord. (laughs) Paul felt a fatherly protection for his children in the Lord. This is a far cry from whom Paul used to be. Paul, you see, Paul was a tough man before. Paul was one of those individuals that if you, you weren't careful, he'd there clap his hands when you were being persecuted. <laughs> you look back at Paul, he was one that didn't play. In fact, he, he was chasing the church and was on his way to Damascus to go beat up the saints. <laughs> Bind them and bring them back to Jerusalem to stand trial. And ultimately his goal and plan was to execute them. But on the road to Damascus, something happened. He had a special encounter with the Lord and found himself on the ground. (laughs) Don't think you can be, you are so high and mighty that God cannot get your attention. There was a change that happened in Paul's life. And that change led to him being uh, one of the greatest leaders in the Bible. Wrote many of the books in the New Testament. And loved God and served the Lord until he died. And Paul would not shy away from any particular issue. He would address it head on. Hmm. The conversion of Paul... Was a blessing to many people. Yet there's a gentleness now. That we observe with Paul. You see. There's a work. That the Lord does. In a person's life. Where another person may see. I don't see a change. I don't see anything different. But oh when God does the work. Other people. Will see it. Paul became Onesimus's spiritual father. And That encounter that he has with Paul set Onesimus on a different course. You see, Paul's imprisonment at this time did not keep him from still sharing the word of God and leading others to the Lord. You see, there are some people based on their situation and where they are, they cannot see Any need or any way to be able to share the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because why? They are so concerned about where they are. You see, Paul was special. Even in prison, he's writing letters to encourage the church. One would think that he would need to be encouraged. But here he is, sending out letters, blessing the believers. And I tell you, if you were one of the Romans soldiers that happened to be in the house with Paul when he was on house arrest or when he was in prison and when you were shackled to him man you were in trouble you were going to hear about the Lord (laughs) and there were some that were in the household of Caesar that came to a knowledge of the almighty God because of Paul you see there's a transformation that's profound that takes place with Paul Uh, the second Verse that we look at, verse 11. Formerly, he was useless to you, Paul says, to Philemon. That's speaking of Onesimus. But now, he is indeed useful. Uh, The second point that we note is that the transformation observed in the appeal. We note the transformation observed in the appeal. The name Onesimus means useful. Now, isn't that interesting? There's a play on words right here from Paul. The name Onesimus means useful. Before, he was useless when he was with Philemon. But as he has now encountered Paul, we find that Paul plays on that word, his name. You see, Onesimus was a common slave name. It was a name to where it was common in the day, but it also was common as a slave name. And so this matter of Onesimus as being a slave, we we should not think again, as I've mentioned to you, slavery as we think of it in the the sense today. And let me just say this right now. Uh, Slavery came into being because of the fall. Slavery slavery was never a plan of God from the beginning in the sense of uh, being a part of what he instituted. It's a result of the curse or fall. But slavery in these days at times was not the same as we think of it today, but yet in some cases it was. It had an economic view and it also served as a protection for some people when they were destitute and would not actually be able to provide a way for their family. Whatever the situation was with Onesimus, Paul does not tell Philemon that he cannot be a slave, but he wants him to have a different look at him now that he has come to the Lord. He's been useless, but now there's a change that takes place. Whatever the radical change that has happened, it is evident to Paul because Paul sees it. You see, there are some people say, oh, I've accepted the Lord, and you don't see a difference in their life. Uh, But this matter with Onesimus, Paul has observed A change. And what happens? Paul writes to Philemon and says, I want you to know that Onesimus is with me. But I'm going to be sending him back to you. (laughs) And I'm going to want you to take another look at him because he's not the same as when he left. Whatever may have happened, Paul does not even go into the details of explaining what took place. But he is writing this letter. This personal letter to Philemon. To say I'm sending. Onesimus back. But he's been changed. Paul's strong appeal. And request to Philemon suggests. It suggests that. I've noticed a change. And I can see it. And when he returns. I want you. To take note. I want you. To. To observe what I now see. The useless Onesimus now being useful. (laughs) There's a transformation that happens in the lives of people when the Lord's hand is on them. There's a change that happens in the lives of people when the Lord touches their very life. I don't know what you may be going through. I don't know what may be happening in your life. I don't even know how God may be speaking to you individually. But the Lord is doing a work in your life. And the question is, are you hearing? Are you listening? Are you responding? The Bible doesn't even talk about how long Ananias has been with Paul. How long it took. But he came to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ Because of Paul. Verse 12. I am sending him back to you. Sending my very heart. So we notice the gentleness in the appeal. We notice the transformation of the appeal. And third, we note the emotions in the appeal. Onesimus becomes very important to Paul in ministry. He becomes very important to Paul. I like what my dad used to say. He says, ministry really is a matter of giving and receiving. When you think about ministry, you think about what God is doing. We have a mandate to give what God has given. We have a mandate to also receive. Do you not know that God chose to partner with people? (laughs) He chose to use people to share the good news. People that you might not even choose. Even yourself, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not the one, Lord. The Lord said, oh, yes, you are the one. (laughs) Onesimus becomes very special to Paul. Becomes Paul's inner heart. There's a word that's used that Paul speaks of in the Greek. It it speaks of that which is of the intestine, that which is of the bowel, that which is deep, the emotive part of the heart. That's how Onesimus became to Paul. He says, I am sending my very heart back to you. When Paul speaks this way, there was a, a, there was such a connection And there was such an impact that Onesimus had on Paul's life that Paul would want to have kept him there for the work of the ministry. But he knows that he needs to send him back. There's a deep impact that Onesimus has on him. Yet the right thing for Paul to do is to send him back to Philemon. You see, Onesimus does not belong to Paul. See, Paul's a spiritual father, but there's a wrong that's been done that needs to be made right. And so Paul is doing the right thing and sending him back to Philemon. The deep part of the emotions, the heart, the core, Paul identifies as having been touched by Nesimus. Paul's emotions are real. It's not a gimmick. It's not a ploy. But whatever... Help that Philemon may have been giving Paul or would have given Paul if he was with him. He, Paul, saying, I, I I wish that I could keep him with me here to take your place to carry on the work of the ministry, whatever it may be. And get this, Philemon, Philemon, the letter to Philemon, Onesimus is believed to have been the one, one of the ones to help carry it back. The Colossian letter and the letter to Philemon. The emotions in the appeal. Paul makes a very strong appeal as compared to a demand or a command, which he could have done as an apostle. But what he wanted to do, he wanted to make the appeal and ask Philemon to take him back. You see, when a person had run away being the property of another, Onesimus' life could be in jeopardy in going back. But Paul had said, I want you to treat him as a brother, as a man that's now changed, that will be helpful to you in ministry, what you have been doing in ministry, he, he, he's now in a place to where he can help you. Amen. Have you ever had a person to where they had been your enemy, you've always fighting against, and yet one day there's been a change to where now you are partnering together together. Man, what God can do and what he does in relationships to bring about a change. You see, there's a world that needs to hear about Christ. And as you and you as a believer have the mandate and the responsibility to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Some people, you just got to sneak up on them. (laughs) Got to try to catch them from behind, you know. (laughs) Others, some might take a little more confrontation. But what we do, we allow the Lord to do the work. You see, you never know what the Lord is doing in His Word. You never know what what God does when the Word goes out that seed is planted in His water. You never know how God is moving. You may not see anything happening, but God is doing a work on the inside of that person's life. And you got to be careful what you may see or not see on the outside, because the Lord is doing a work on the inside. While Onesimus may have been written off by some, Paul says, he's useful now. He, He can be a help to you. He's been a help already to me. See, some thought of Nesimus may have gone to Ephesus, which was closer, but see, he's went to Rome and evidently maybe he figured he can hide in a larger place. But oh, when the Lord has a target on you, when, when the Lord has, has focused on you, man, <laughs> you can't get away. Wanna get away? <laughs> How do we Allow God to just do the work that will bring honor to his name. Paul's goal, his mission, was sharing the Lord. It was to be that spokesperson, to be that representative, to be that apostle, to be that ambassador that was used by God. And Paul took full advantage of what God had given him. And how the Holy Spirit works in the life of the person is incredible. (laughs) Today there are some people who have been running from the Lord. And you need to stop running and just say yes to the Lord. It's a matter of what God is doing. God is one pursuing you. You need to just surrender. It's God who pursues you. We can't even choose God ourselves. It's the grace of God. It's his mercy that pursues us. It's God himself. Thank the Lord he didn't give up on me years ago. <laughs> Thank God didn't give up on you too. <laughs> I know some of y'all have given that. They got one more time. One more time. (laughs) Thank God that he's been in pursuit. Our Heavenly Father, what a privilege today to see how you work in the gentleness of the appeal. Thank you for the transformation that takes place in the lives of your people. Thank you for the emotions In the appeal, we thank you, Lord, that we can come to you because of what you've done. When I say come to you, it's just because we are responding to the work that you are already doing. We love you today for who you are. Today we pray that the grace and the love and the mercy of God will keep us, will surround us, that we will... Be those individuals that seek to just surrender to the will of God and obey you. May we be useful to you. We love you. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We glorify your name. And we thank you that you are still in the saving business. So we pray that you will have your divine way. and We give your name all the glory. As we prepare to leave this place today, never from your presence, but this location. Lead us and guide us and may the word of God be hidden in our hearts and our very lives. We do love you and we praise you and we magnify you. In the glorious and the matchless name of Jesus. Amen.